may not look like much. She's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. Uh, so, Josh. Yes. I have a little surprise intro for you. Uh-oh. You have no idea what's about to happen. No, I don't. I have no idea. All right, we're going to play a little game. It's not, Don't worry. It's fine. Okay. We're going to play a little game. Will I die? Uh, no. Okay, good. I can 97% guarantee that you will be alive. Okay, only 3% chance of death. Yeah. Okay. There's always a chance. <laughs> so, we're going to play a game. I'm going to give you a movie description. Okay. And you're going to guess the movie. Oh, boy. And, okay. And uh, everything is made up and the points don't matter. Okay, gotcha. So, first right, one. Hit me. These A lot of these are going to be pretty easy, I think. So, first one. An elderly man uses balloons oh. to kidnap a boy. Oh, you're smart. Once you said elderly man, up is the first thing that hit yeah. my head, even before you said balloons. A man tries to quit a reality TV show with dire consequences. Uh, Truman Show. Ooh, two for two. I just watched that, like, a month ago. A man's sense of reality alters after taking a pill. Oh, this could be a couple things. Um, okay, before you tell me if I'm right, this could either be The Matrix, or there's other movies where people take pills and their life changes forever. Um... There's ah, uh, what is the name of this movie? It's with um, uh, Chris Evans, um, and they all have like superpowers and stuff. But like, I'm pretty sure they take these pills to get the superpowers. Project Power? No, that's not what I'm thinking. That's of. not Chris this Evans was in movie. Chris Evans was in Push. Push. But they don't have to take pills for it. They only take pills for that. No, that's Project you know Power. I'm thinking of, oh, yeah, that one does that, too. That's I've never seen that one, with though. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, either. There's but. another one, though, where it kind of, like, activates part of their brain and stuff, and they take a pill. Limitless? Limitless. Yep. Yep. That's oh, it could one. be that, too. Yeah. I was going to say, that description kind of fits Limitless. The Matrix was or the, the correct answer. Yeah. A broke man commits identity fraud so that he can, so that he can manipulate a group of school children into playing music. For him. Into playing music. Oh, uh, School of Rock. Yep. <laughs> it's fun. A girl takes a chicken on a boat trip. Oh, Moana. Very good. All right, you want to do a couple more? Yeah, hit me. This is fun. <laughs> a bunch of teenagers go to school on a Saturday. I don't think you will have seen this movie. A bunch of teenagers go to school on a Saturday? Yep. The Breakfast Club? Oh, Wow. That surprised me. No, I see it. I didn't know you would know that one. Yeah. Classic. I haven't seen that since like high school, but I've seen it. A baby is born an old man. Benjamin and Button. dies as a baby. Very nice. Okay, you passed. You got. Yeah, I'm you pretty got much a, perfect. You got all of them right. <laughs> I don't think there was one you got wrong. No, I got them all. So. Oh, hey, speaking of movies we've seen and know. Oh, yeah? That leads us right into today's topic. Wow, how crazy was that? Wow, what a segue. It's almost like I organized this entire thing. Wow. What are we talking about today, John? So today, we are just going to have a, a Q&A, not Q&A, a discussion time. 
Yeah. About the the topic of faith and media and entertainment. Oh, getting Jesus-y. Getting Jesus with it. <laughs> so let's start with Josh. Yeah. What, what what shows were you not allowed to watch as a kid? Yeah. Okay. So I grew up in a Christian home and stuff. And yeah, we were both like born and raised in yeah in like Christian homes. Maybe that's yep. important. Maybe that's an important place to start. Oh yeah. Of like like you're a pastor's kid. Yeah. So you were definitely born and raised in a Christian. Oh home. yeah. Um, I was born in a very like, I was born in, I was born in a Mennonite household. It was Christian household. We went to church all the time. Yep. I didn't even really have a TV a lot. Like we had a TV. We didn't have cable. There was like, we, we only really watched the movies we had on VHS. Very rarely would we go and rent a movie we did every once in a while. And also, I was quite young in Mexico. So maybe my older siblings, they had more access to different mm-hmm. kinds of entertainment. But I was really like, whatever we had available. I didn't really. Yeah. We're a big movie family. Like we, I watched like tons of movies and shows and stuff growing up and and things. And like we never had... Well, I shouldn't say never. I think we had cable for like a year of my whole childhood, and the rest of it was all bunny ears. Yeah. You remember bunny ears? Yeah. Well, I remember when, so I was born in Mexico, and oh, then yeah. when I moved here, I was eight, and all of a sudden the switch flipped, we got cable, and I became an, an addict, I swear. <laughs> I would watch TV from the time yeah. I got home from school oh, yeah. till dinner. Like my grandma always had cable, and anytime we'd be at my grandma's house- It'd be like, oh my gosh, we have access to the Disney Channel and access to Nickelodeon and all these different. Oh, for me, it was family. That was my. Stuff. It was YTV and Family Channel. Well, see, I had uh, depending on because I moved around a lot as a kid. At some places I lived in, we got the Family Channel on Bunny Ears. Isn't that just basically Canadian Disney and Canadian Nickelodeon? Like YTV plays yeah. all Nickelodeon shows. Not all. And Family Channel was all Disney. So. YTV played a lot of original shows. Um, like they played a lot of Canadian made yeah. TV shows yeah, and stuff. And they had their own little, they had, uh, yeah. do you remember their game show they did with the, all the slime? That's Nickelodeon. Is that a Nickelodeon show? Yeah. They still do that oh. with the slime. So what are, I don't, I guess I don't know any or, Canadian originals on YTV. I know some Canadian originals on Family Channel. May, I say originals just because I knew they were Canadian, like locally Canadian made shows and stuff like George Shrinks. And, yes, I love George um, Ranks. Oh man, what are some other really good examples? Um, okay, holy, I'm totally holy. drawing blank right now. Anyway, that's but there's that's a bunch of them. Yeah, um, that's not the point. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, grew up watching TV and all this stuff. Like you know, it was a major part of my childhood was television for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Formidably, I remember Home Alone being a movie I would go back to all the time. Oh yeah, like that's a bigger yeah. one. Toy Story. Movies like that were my yeah. favorite. Yeah, we had lots of Disney um, movies and as stuff. As far as what, like we weren't allowed to watch anything, now that I'm older, I'm realizing basically any kind of anime, because they all had like scary monsters and witches yeah. and demons and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time where my sisters and their friends were watching a horror movie, and I swear to you, I got sick for a month. Because this movie freaked me out so oh, bad. Yeah. And to this day, I cannot do horror movies. So I have a horror movie that scarred me. I was in grade nine and they were doing this, um, like a lock-in at the high school back when they used to do that kind of stuff and things where you'd actually stay overnight at the high school. 
Um, did you ever do that kind of thing in high school? No, I I always I never signed up for that. Okay, so we did one, and uh, there's just you know kids all over the place and stuff, and some people were watching um, Final Destination. Oh, I've never <laughs> seen it, but I've heard. I literally am just, I'm walking by. I'm not even like watching this. I'm just walking by and I catch it. I didn't know what they were watching. There's just some people on a roller coaster and then one of the guy's heads gets decapitated and it scarred me, dude. I never seen anything like that. Like, I like, which I guess, I don't know if I'm sheltered or not, but um, I'm in grade nine <laughs> walking through high school. Seeing a guy get his head decapitated off and blood squirting and everything, and I was like, I got sick to my stomach. And I, like, had that image stuck in my head for years and stuff of that. Like, it really, like, got to me. Yeah. Um, That's one thing both of us are very strong. Like, we don't do horror movies. No. I just, I, I don't like them. No. Yeah, I definitely like even, do not do horror. Even uh, me, you, and another friend are, are, like, watching the Alien Predator movies. Yeah. There's honestly, like, when we started, I had to, like give myself like a little mental uh-huh. like preamble talk like okay it's not a horror movie you're gonna be fine some of them are there borderline will be some horror. jump scares but like oh i can handle that like yeah. horror like toward like the saw movies no i can't that's do that. no, no no way i hate that we'll any kind of like like torture yeah i don't yeah yeah the alien franchise that like you said like that's like, as close started. to horror as i will get same I've never, yeah, that's, I, I like monster movies. I love monster movies. I've always loved monster oh, movies. Oh, you got me into monster movies. Yeah. Like King even Kong? as a, a teenager and stuff, watching like the Anaconda movies and like Eight-Legged Freaks and stuff like that. Like those were like, I, I loved watching monster movies. Godzilla, of course. Um, so I've always loved like alien monster movies, stuff yeah. like that. So that's why I kind of felt like maybe I could handle aliens and stuff like that. But, but as far as TV shows, I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid. Um, there was a big list yeah. <laughs> of shows. I was going through, I was like looking up 90s like uh, kids shows and stuff like that. But like Yu-Gi-Oh, like you said, a lot of the anime-ish ones, um, like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Um, I couldn't watch any of that stuff. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh was definitely because like they were, like my, my parents and stuff would tell me, it's like tarot cards. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's all this like demonic sim- symbolism and stuff in there, like casting spells and they're doing stuff and like summoning the dead and things with the cards which is literally what they're doing and even to this day i still have that thought about Yu-Gi-Oh. i actually kind of firmly believe even in like my mature thinking and understanding i do kind of think that show is evil i think that show literally is demonic to this day Hmm. pokemon however i do not think is demonic at all (laughs) i think Pokemon's honestly i started watching pokemon later in life and i thought it was pretty fun oh yeah i rewatched most of the original pokemon show and I, i've like played the game and i've collected some of the cards and stuff at this point like I, and i've i've played a couple of the video games a little bit but um pokemon's harmless in my personal opinion and stuff but like back in the day i remember like me and my brothers uh or my older brother mostly but um i don't i think i don't think daniel was old enough to watch this at this time but uh I remember so many Saturday mornings and stuff because it's always Saturday morning cartoons, right? I can remember this specific moment. I'm literally at my nanny and Poppy's house, which is my grandma and grandpa in Newfoundland. Um, but we're at my nanny and Poppy's house watching Pokemon. And my parents came down, like literally one of the worst episodes that could possibly have been playing when they came down. There's an episode where the Clefairies are worshiping the moon and stuff. And my parents see they're like, what? this is not good and stuff. They're like worshiping things and stuff that's wrong and things. And, you know, back in those days, it's like, 
the sa- satanic panic era. Satanic panic. I love that. Like, I've never heard that phrase. You never heard that I've phrase? I've never heard satanic panic. Oh, it's like, it was that like a huge like a, movement. That sounds like a pop, like a punk rock band. That was such a huge movement. It like went past just Christian families <laughs> and stuff, the satanic panic. Like everybody was worried that the devil was behind everything. And stuff, and everyone was getting really paranoid about like every media. Was that the representation. Y2K days as well, or no? I was around there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but like, you know, my parents are like, "No, Pokemon's evil. It means like pocket monster, and it's like demonic, and all these different things." Which I mean, it does technically mean pocket monster, but um, that's the origin of the name. But I really do think the show's harmless. Um, anyway, <laughs> I could talk about Pokemon a lot. But well, even I, if I remember, I haven't watched it in years. But I remember the dialogue was just super silly. Oh, it's a super okay. like cornball of a show. Like, so it's yeah. super cheesy. It's it's definitely a kids show. Um, and but, there's no like, like it's just you find these creatures out and about. Like it's not mm-hmm. like summoning some mystical power no, from the underworld. No, type they're of not thing. like casting spells yeah. and like bring the undead back to life like they Although, do in Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe Peta might have something to say about this show. But <laughs> yeah, it's literally yeah. just like animals is okay. essentially what yeah. Pokemon is. But um, but other shows like. Power Rangers, like you said, it's funny because like every one of these shows, I have like reasons why my yeah. parents weren't allowed to watch them. Like some of them, I never really fully understood, but other like Power Rangers, it's so silly. My parent, I remember I asked my mom when I was older, like why we weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers. She's like, oh, the monsters were too scary. That's what she said. <laughs> and they're literally like guys in like costumes, right? Because it's like live action Power Rangers yeah. and stuff. Just and it's just dudes way in costumes. over the top. Oh, it's, it's so, so over the top. Cornball. I love it though. Like it is so funny because I have memories of like, and I can ask my older brother and he'll remember this. But across the street, because we used to live at my nan and pop's house for a little while, and across the street there's these um, these boys that we became friends with. And they were into Pokemon. They were into Power Rangers and all this stuff. All the shows we weren't allowed to watch. They loved them. And they had all the toys and everything. So we would go over to their house and, like, sneak over and, like, watch Power Rangers sometimes. And we'd feel so guilty about it and things. I remember literally feeling, like, sick to my stomach. And I had to stop. I think we did it, like, once or twice. And so I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not allowed to watch this show. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, like, Power Rangers. um, there's this whole category of shows that I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid, not because of anything spiritual at all. It, or and it wasn't because they were scary monsters. It's because they were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, having said that, let me just start with this. Yeah. If I had kids, mm-hmm. I would, without a doubt, 100%, absolutely be totally firm, you are never allowed to watch Caillou. Oh yeah, and that's not just because that's not because there's anything demonic. No. It's just because that little brat is so annoying. Honestly, that kid sets a terrible example, though. He's so annoying. Like he's just he's, constantly he having tantrums all the time. So much. He has so many tantrums, and he's just whiny. I don't know. Yeah, no. Caillou's terrible. If I have kids, no Caillou. But when I say like stupid, <clears throat> I mean Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, no. Ed, uh, Ed, and Eddie. You remember I've that show? I've never heard of Ed and Eddie. Like, I think that one, I don't know if that one was Canadian I missed. Or not, I think I missed the stupid cartoons era. Uh, the Simpsons. Yeah. No, we were definitely not allowed to watch the Basically, Simpsons. all of these shows were Family like guy. stupid comedy, and they all had like these situations where they made the parents seem like idiots, mm-hmm. and my parents hated that. They're like, this, that is to this, this day sets still... a terrible example for kids. I really, when when a show starts to go way overboard on the parents are always stupid. Yeah. I really don't like shows like that. Yeah. Like, I've never I, watched The Simpsons. I know there's a big still. thing like from 2000s, <laughs> 2010s, where there was like all these sitcoms had like 
the dopey, um, really weird mom and the dad who's just mm-hmm. like totally off in his own world, totally not interested in the kids and like doesn't want anything to do with them. Like I'm thinking of like shows like According to Jim, Married with Kids, mm-hmm. like all these like like it went from like in the nineties where you had shows like Full House and All in the Family and all these like eighties and nineties sitcoms where they had like the really good dads and the really good moms and like the family is so close and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we went to like shows like and these some of these I still enjoyed, like Married with Kids where they're like <laughs> I was holding up, I was like I, I put them up and I was like, Oh, this is a bad idea. I can't even talk uh, I might have to keep oh, this in the podcast. I just had oh, ice in my mouth and I was like, wait a second, this is a terrible idea. Moment. No, can you please leave that in? I just lost it. I don't even know what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I just I took a drink of water and there's ice in there. Oh. I was like, oh man, I shouldn't have put this ice in my mouth. It's going to make a noise. That's so funny. Oh, But I still enjoy some of these. Like I was saying, yeah. I still enjoy some of them. But I, I always get annoyed of like the trope of like the dumb uh, dad uh-huh. or like the, the weird mom. Yeah. And, like, the kids are always yeah. up to something and the parents know nothing about what's going on in their lives. Like, I don't like that. It's funny how you can look at these things differently as an adult now, too. Like, and maybe even not necessarily saying, like, as an adult, but as an adult in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Because, like you are just saying, like, the shows, like, According to Jim and Everyone Loves Raymond and stuff. Me and my family used to watch those shows all the time. Like, in King of Queens and things like that. Like, we watched all those shows all the time, like, growing up and stuff. And like with my parents, it was like the adult shows yeah. that I would watch with my parents and stuff. And we laughed at them. We were great. I go back now and I try to watch those shows. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's there. It's it's like you're saying. It's just like it's making husbands seem like these terrible people and like imbeciles all the time and stuff that are constantly like complaining about their wives and things like that. It's like, ah, oh, that's terrible culture. Like, I don't yeah. like that. This reminded me too. I feel like as millennials, like we went through, I will say not even one, two, maybe even three huge shifts in how we consume entertainment, what form entertainment plays, like the format of sitcoms, like all these, like we went through a lot of shifts in, in, um, in our entertainment. And that's why I feel like we have, like we have this this ideology that we have like oh these shows that we really liked now mm-hmm. we've kind of like grown and we're like well yeah. this is not that this is not that great so like culture changes over time right yeah yeah like even to a childhood favorite of mine was always full house like i was in oh, our yeah. house full house was a big deal i tried rewatching it it's so bad it's so i feel corny. like that one's not as bad Oh, I can't even. It's because I remember cheesy. like it's very very cheesy. Oh, it's cheesy. Super. Cheesy. It's very cheesy. But as far great as, content wise, like it's yeah. very wholesome. Oh yeah, it's very wholesome. I don't think that's that just show, an example of like you just kind of switch. Yeah, I don't think that show does any of the like. Oh no, like that stupid was, husband sorry, stuff. That was maybe in a bad example because that was still in a really good era of yeah. like. That was good wholesome TV. Yeah. Like like that show, the Cosby Show, um, like. Not remembered well now, but during the time it was great. Well, I know the actor Bill yeah. Cosby. You know that's you know he has this whole stuff. But refer back to the, the show culture. itself was amazing. Yeah, like say what you will about Bill Cosby. Yeah, and, for that you can things. refer back to our thoughts on cancel culture. <laughs> yeah, but that show was fantastic. I remember I cried when that show ended. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I literally like shed tears because I never it was got so super emotional. into the Cosby Show. Um, I rewatched the whole thing as like 
uh, I don't know, like an early adulthood, like maybe like just out of high school kind of thing. I rewatched the entire show and yeah. I loved it. Um, but yeah. I'm trying to think of like when we started watching a show where like it was the the weird mom and like the the dopey disinterested dad. Like I remember, like I think of according to Jim, mm-hmm. that was a big one we watched a lot. You know a kids one that does that? Fairly Odd Parents. You ever watch Fairly Odd yeah, Parents? Yeah, that's really like the parents that's are really bad. Dumb. For them. Yeah, and, and even like Jimmy Neutron and stuff like that. Like all, the parents are just like these dumbos. <laughs> well. Stuff. To, to get into it, like you're yeah. you're a dad, you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Are there like would the shows like that, that we watch? Would you let your p- kids watch Fairly no. Odd Parents? Would you let your kids watch SpongeBob? SpongeBob, yeah. SpongeBob's oh. different, but I maybe okay, maybe it's just me. I personally don't like him because I find him just I find it just an annoying. See, annoying is but I don't different. Think, like I'm thinking now, I don't think there's anything like morally wrong with the show no it just grinds my gears a little no i don't think there's anything morally wrong with spongebob like it's just silly yeah you know it's just really silly um like i i actually did watch a couple episodes with the kids um and i think the only reason i didn't continue to watch it with them was just because my kids are really young by the way like they're uh my youngest isn't even in school yet like if he starts in september but uh, What's he four or five? He's four. Yeah. So it's four and four and uh, six, or no? Is Jason six yet? No, he's turning six in August. So four and five, right now, um, are my kids. So they're young, <laughs> mm-hmm. like they're really young and stuff. So uh, they're very impressionable. Anything with like violence in it and stuff. I can't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast a little bit. But I think you've brought it up a little. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't like to show them stuff with violence because they get violent mm-hmm. when they watch violent things. And stuff, and even shows like SpongeBob. I think there was just like some silly comedy moments and stuff where there's like some stuff that was a little bit aggressive and stuff. Even though it's harmless if they're a little bit older, but mm. I don't know if it's quite right yeah. for their age. So there's like there's definitely ages where you can start introducing yeah. different things. Yeah. Um, like if they were yeah. in like mid grade school, totally, and watching SpongeBob with them, and a lot of these other classic kids shows and stuff, but. But yeah, it, it's harder with my kids specifically just because they are so young and impressionable right yeah. now. So I went on my Facebook and I asked some people to share their thoughts. And what you just said reminded me of what somebody – I'm just going to share one little thing that they said. Yeah. They said that if you don't want your kid to watch it, you probably should not be watching it yourself. And I'm going to say – I don't agree with that at to, all. <laughs> to a very small degree, I can agree like – no, you know what? I, I will say you're right and you're not all, also not right yeah. at the same time. Like, I definitely think there's age appropriateness. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know. Do you, could you think of an example of one that you really think is great, but you wouldn't let your kids watch it? Marvel, Clone Wars. Yeah. I would watch. I'm not going to let my kids at this age watch Clone Wars because yeah. people are getting killed yeah. in this show. Well, good example, too. Um, I remember. I was watching, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was watching one of the Marvel movies. I think it was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And my nephew started watching with me and my sister was like, oh, he's not allowed to watch that. So I turned that off. Yeah. One out of like, if he's not supposed to, I'm not going to be the one that lets him watch it. Like, that's not my call. That's a parent's call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it oh, was yeah. a thing of like, for me, it would be no problem. But he was yeah. still too young to like, see all the violence in that. Yeah. And he, he has younger brothers and he would try to copy like moves and breaks and bones so 
Like, I really look forward to the day where I can sit down and watch Jurassic Park with my kids. There's no heckin' way I'm going to let my kids watch oh, be Jurassic Park. Those, that would traumatize those them. Yeah. Stuff. I don't even know. Like, they'd have to be, like, into their teenage years yeah. before I let them watch Jurassic Park. People literally getting their heads chopped off and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's traumatic stuff. Yeah. Like, they'd have to be, like, older teenagers, I think, before I'd even let them watch yeah. Jurassic Park. I don't know. I'll have to approach that when I get to kids that are teenage age. Yeah. But, like, as far as... Like, that comment about, like, if your kid shouldn't watch it, you shouldn't be watching it, that doesn't make any no. sense to me. Just well, because of, like, that's why we have ratings on shows. There's G, there's PG, there's PG-13, all these different things. They say that because kids are very impressionable, and there's just some things that you can't understand or have an appreciation for until you get to a certain age. As yeah, an adult, I, I can watch a lot of things without it affecting me. Yeah, <laughs> I can watch a dinosaur eat some guy's head and it's not going to like destroy my life or cause any harm to me but a little boy like my my oldest kid if he saw that that would be traumatizing yeah like um the interesting thing too with you speaking of these like i got i got a few uh feedback mm-hmm. um responses yeah and it was very interesting because there were some that were like very strict of like i don't watch anything with any kind of foul language. I don't watch anything with nudity. I don't watch anything with like violence. Mm-hmm. Like very, very strict. Like somebody was like, I don't watch anything above a PG-13. Mm-hmm. Now granted, I find the rating systems kind of flawed because some things that happen in PG-13 movies yeah. are not PG-13 appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it These was days. very, very constrictive. And the reasoning was like, we're not supposed to, we're supposed to be in the world, but not of it. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to consume the same media. We want to be a different. I respect that. The, well, I was going to say, and then there was some, there was another comment that I got that was like, as long as there's no witchcraft, there's no demons running around. There's mm-hmm. no like weird voodoo, spiritual craziness. Yeah. I'll watch whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have no qualms about it. And I think that's one of those things of like, it even mentioned the Bible about like different things in Romans. Um, if you have a certain, like a certain boundary around entertainment, like I don't watch these, like for me specifically, let's, let's just make it personal. My conviction is I don't watch any kind of psychological thrillers. I don't watch horror movies. I just don't like it. That's yeah. just, that's not even, it's one, it's just, it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. And two, I just really don't even like it. Like it's not yeah. even a boundary. It's just like gross. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. do it. Yeah. I have friends who very like, share the share or share the same faith like love jesus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very faithful yeah but they have no qualms with yeah watching like a look watching more Mm -hmm. scary movies or whatever yeah personally for me i wouldn't agree with it but that's like if that's your line that's your line like yeah that's on you i totally believe in something called personal convictions and stuff Mm -hmm. like to an extent i believe there is some stuff that i don't care what your convictions are i don't think this is healthy and stuff for you to watch like there's a large category of things that i think fit in that ballpark but i also believe there's a lot of things that's like hey if you don't feel comfortable watching this yeah. and this isn't like good for you like you're talking about like um someone saying like i don't watch anything with a lot of cursing and things like that i also um like i, I think my tolerance level for that has gone up a lot in recent years i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but i also can't really stand watching yeah. a movie or a show that's just like dropping f-bombs like constantly and stuff that just gets to me it grinds my gears a little bit and stuff i i, I can't handle yeah. stuff with it was just like a ton of obscene 
cursing for no reason yeah and stuff like movies that are just cursing for the sake of cursing just bother the crap out of me and stuff i can't do that yeah. like i i really don't like to watch it the the plot would have to be really really good for me to sit through something like that yeah um and, and i totally respect and stuff people that draw those lines um but yeah everyone has their different tolerance levels and, and i don't necessarily think like you can say definitively that one thing certain things i think you can <laughs> maybe i should get into that yeah that was gonna be my next question so i i truly believe that horror nobody should be watching horror like I, I don't like in I'm going to I'm going to disagree just a tiny bit. And that's OK. Like, I think but there's some like, can I, thriller... can I be oh, more sorry. specific? Sorry. Um, I like, thought you were done. No, <laughs> um, I, no, no, I'm not done. I, I do not think anybody should be watching horror. And I realize horror can a lot of people have different interpretations of what that means. What I'm referring to is I do not think people should be watching supernatural horror films. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think I think uh, here's what it is. Horror movies are designed, in my opinion, I don't know what the actual literal definition of this is, but this is how I define it. Horror movies become horror when the movie is intended to induce fear. That's, yeah, Movies that are intended to induce fear, not a thrill. I think there's a very big difference between getting a thrill from watching a movie or like a jump scare and things like that or feeling like a sense of, um, suspense, that is very yeah. different than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fear. Like the movie's done and you walk away and you can't sleep at night because you're you're crippled with fear. Like movies that their whole purpose and design, like the movies are designed to make you afraid when the movie is done. That is the type of movies I don't think anybody has any business watching because as a Christian, I do believe that Jesus is not wanting anybody to experience fear. Fear is not one of the emotions. Jesus is like the opposite of fear. Like if you were going to purposely experiencing fear, you are seeking after the true opposite spirit of the Lord. I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's good for anybody to do that. Um, like, because God says like, I come not to bring a spirit of fear, but a spirit of sound mind, something like that. I'm not quoting that scripture properly, um, but something along those lines i wish i had the scripture in front of me but yeah i I really do not think uh, searching after fear is healthy at all you even also just have to look at like how much they try to push the envelope in these horror movies Mm -hmm. like maybe like i know there's like a a, a, they're big hits like cult like cult classics of like on like indie horror movies where like i remember hearing about one where like they actually were slaughtering animals like live like actual animals being oh, killed yeah, for this real. movie yeah and like things like i like just trying to push the envelope and get as grotesque and yeah. like gory and uh-huh. freaky weird as possible that mm-hmm. that should be an indicator of like hey what are we being inspired by yeah like are we just trying to cause fear i don't know yeah like that's for me i don't and like you said i can handle like a thriller mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some of my favorite movies have been like like intense thrillers yeah however along with your your sentiment thing about like paranormal activity kind of movies mm-hmm. i don't like those at all i no, won't do me it neither. another ones is like the the saw the texas chainsaw yeah. massacre like yeah. why are we intentionally just wanting to watch serial yeah, killers getting massacred and, and stuff like why are we wanting to watch like just a bunch of people die i don't know and you know what you say that and 
I really enjoy However, and have fun with movies like Alien, where they are literally just aliens going and killing people, and somehow I'm being entertained by this. And dinosaur movies like Jurassic Park, where they're going and eating people, and I'm being entertained by this. So yes, people are dying, and I am finding this entertaining. That's kind of a twisted thing, I guess, if you really think about it. But um, I think it's very different with that. And then watching someone like you're saying in Saw, literally like grotesquely massacring people with like blood flying all over the place, like super, super gory and things like that. But see, the the difference is like... That's just my personal... Saw, that's literally the movie. Yeah. is like, hey, you're being tortured Uh to see who gets to come out of this thing alive. Yeah. Alien, it's the story of it is we're trying to escape this threat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the difference is in the story. Mm -hmm. And I do think storytelling plays a big thing in it. Oh, absolutely. Because I will argue that... Left Behind is just a Christian horror movie. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just supposed to be another way to scare you down. I, I agree with that. I don't like those. I don't like those movies. No, I don't think those are healthy. Manipulative. Yeah, they are manipulative. I don't like them. It's Kirk Cameron, come for me. I don't care. Yeah, those are manipulative. Like they're taking their own interpretation yeah. of the book of Revelations and stuff, which, you know, nobody really fully has a That's grasp the other thing that just, that's, that's a whole, whole other, other podcast thing. to talk about me. that. But <laughs> one I don't um, really want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like I need to comment a little bit more. Like I, I do really enjoy a thrill. Like, yeah. like there's movies like, um, could you name movies that you really like that are thrillers? Oh yeah. Uh, Red Eye. You ever seen Red Eye? No. So Red Eye is uh, a movie about, uh, basically, uh, I can't remember if he's like a serial killer or what, or if he's just like a murderer or something but basically it's him and this other lady are on a plane and stuff and basically through i haven't seen this movie in a really long time so i'm not really remembering the plot super well but essentially he's trying to kill her and stuff but they're on this plane together and they're not trying to make a big scene and he's basically like kidnapping her and stuff on this plane and there's this huge thrill about her trying to get away from this guy the whole time and stuff and they end up like getting off the plane near the end of the movie and stuff and she's still trying to escape this dude and so, so that's a thriller to me. Is this the one where she has to land the plane because he's killed the pilot? No. Okay, never mind. I don't think so. Well, maybe that did happen. I don't remember that part. But um, all I remember is that he t- she takes yeah. a pen and, like, stabs it through his hand at one point. Mm. <laughs> stuff. Well, here's – like, Sorry, I'll let you finish your thought. I just had a thought yeah. about this. Yeah, like, this is, this is a thrill. Like, this is uh, – I don't think it's horror because it's not, like, designed to make me, like, afraid of, like, demons in my closet or something like that. But it, it, it is, in a sense, like – a scary like real life situation yeah. and stuff, which I, I think there's a personal line that everyone on their own needs to draw and stuff yeah, like personal conviction, like you said. Yeah. And, and I understand, like, even when I was talking about the horror thing, like I understand that there's probably some people even listening to this right now thinking like, Oh, well I don't get fear. Like I don't feel fear watching these movies. I think I'd be it's concerned a about that too. And stuff. And I think, I think I am concerned about people that have that opinion. Like if you're that immune to feel like, yeah, what's going on? It's very desensitized. And, and I again, know. I, I don't know. There's always different lines. Like I understand there are some people that God has designed you to be able to handle a lot more than the average person because we do in reality, we need like firefighters. We need like um, paramedics and police officers and stuff like that. that can witness all these really terrible things that happen in our world to kind of keep us safe and stuff like that. Like firefighters, especially like the things that they see 
and stuff. It's gruesome. It's well, terrible. Like they see war, a lot of really war veterans, terrible things. people like that. Yeah, stuff like that too. Um, but like they see a lot of stuff, and I think it really does take a certain kind of person that God's designed to be able to take some of that stuff and not just be no. destroyed by it. And I understand, like you know, all these these uh, we call them rescue. What's the general category for all these fields that I'm blanking on the name for? Rescue people, rescue workers, you could say. Yeah, there's a better name for that. But anyway, like I understand, like these people go through first these traumatic responders? things. They, first responders, I think that's what I'm looking for. Uh, first responders, they need like therapy and they need all these things to like you know recover from these things. But I do believe God has given people that have these jobs, like especially people that are meant to have these jobs, um, a better tolerance for yeah. this stuff. And perhaps kind of like these, a special like a grace for that. Yeah, like yeah, to exactly. speak that's to a good way to say. It. Yeah, to speak Christianese, they have a grace for it on their lives. And perhaps those people can handle watching movies that are more no. torturous or more like horrific in those well, ways I'm curious. than other people. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's still like healthy to watch that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, I'm curious and we don't have to get super personal and you can just yeah, delete yeah. this whole thing if you want. But I know in your past, you've dealt with some traumatic moments. Yeah. And you, we've had this discussion a lot where like for a long time, like there was a movie that came out during this time where you were dealing with this mm-hmm. that was really popular Yeah, that I really liked. Uh-huh. And I, I don't have to share the name, but I can if you're cool with it. No, it's okay. Uh, Batman. Yeah. With Richard, not Richard, um, Pattison, Robert Pattison. Yeah. The Batman. Yeah. And I thought it was really good, but I remember telling you, like, it was really good. I loved it. You can't watch it right now. Yeah. And a few other people are totally the same. Uh-huh. So, like, there are instances of, like, hey, you know what? I've experienced some things in life. I'm going to have to, like, take a step back from mm-hmm. certain forms mm-hmm. of entertainment. Like, you took a step back from a lot of different things at yeah, that I point. Did. But it was needed. Mm-hmm. But especially regarding media, like there was yeah. a, a lot of new sensitivities that you hadn't experienced before. Yeah. Like I won't get into so detail. So going through life, like yeah. there's the, the things you can safely consume uh-huh. are going to be affected by what what's actually going on in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Like like you said, like I have experienced this firsthand. Like I, I won't get into detail, but I had an experience, a very traumatic experience uh, in my life not that long ago uh, where someone took their life um, in a property that I owned and stuff and i had to kind of witness a lot of the aftermath of that hmm. and it's very traumatic and sorry if i'm making you talk about this no, no, no i don't mind by the way i don't mind um and stuff like it, it it was a very traumatic situation and i couldn't watch anything um with a lot of blood in it for a long time even a little bit of blood and stuff for for quite a while until i you know got therapy and stuff and got healing from it but yeah for a while there's a lot of stuff that i would normally totally be fine with handling that I had to stay away from until I was like kind of healed and stuff from it. And now I'm totally fine and fully recovered from all that. Um, but yeah, it, it, different points. I mean, hopefully the stuff that happened to me never happens to anybody kind of thing. I think it usually doesn't for most people. Um, but well, yeah, yeah, it, it's interesting. Different times yeah. of life, you'll, you'll have different levels of tolerance, I suppose, yeah. for different things. I also want to like, just to switch gears, we've talked about this a lot. Um, Media is in like storytelling and the art of story and art itself. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see if you just look around that that's something that's very important to God. Yeah. Like even, oh, absolutely. Well, even think of the 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 fact that like in in the Bible, mm-hmm. it doesn't just talk about and David was perfect and the end and Moses was perfect and the end and Noah was None perfect. None of these people are perfect. <laughs> it's literally like Noah. Just goes and has this trip. Well, okay, that's a different thing because Noah has a traumatic experience, so he's going to need a drink after that. 
he's been through some things. He's not perfect. <laughs> Moses goes in and kills a dude. Yeah. And David, well, David did something. David like did you're talking about your goriest action movie. Let's list some of David's accomplishments. Yeah. To marry the king's wife, he goes and collects 2,000 foreskins. Oh, I forgot and about just that. like just demolishes Philistines left and right. Yeah. Talk about stories like Samson, like taking a donkey's job. That'd be a great action movie. And I think they made one too. Did a they? Samson action movie. It's a Pure Flix movie. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen it. But <laughs> <laughs> not to dog on Pure Flix, but I'm sorry. Um like stories in the Bible like that. Yeah. Like David basically stealing Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, from him. Mm-hmm. And all the like Simon Peter cuts off a dude's ear. Yeah. And like all these things, like there are some gory stories in the Bible. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites to bring up when people talk about this is there's a story where this woman sneaks into this king's tent. Now, this king is very, very obese. That's the story I was thinking of. And she stabs him with a knife. The, he is so fat that yeah. this knife is not even visible. Uh-huh. And nobody knows he's dead until she's escaped. There's stories of I don't women. I think it was a woman that did that. Oh, maybe it? that part wasn't. No, the other story I'm thinking of was a woman drives a ten peg into That's a the one tyrant king's of. ear. Yeah. Like these stories are in the Bible. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Bible is like brutal. So for a lot of that stuff. I'm not using this as an in defense of watching gory action movies, mm-hmm. but I mean, we really can't ignore like. Oh yeah. Violence is a part of our life. Do I think God wanted violence and uh-huh. war and aggression to be a part of our life? No, not in that sense. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with like I if I don't have to choose violence, I don't want to, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's just it's a part of our world. Yes. And it's p- gonna be a part of the stories of our history. Uh-huh. So naturally we're gonna tell those stories in our in our media. Absolutely. If the Bible was made into a movie, which a lot of it has in like yeah. there's shows like there's The Chosen, series. which is you ever incredible. watched the Bible series? That was no, really good. I've heard that one's actually pretty good. I've thought about watching that. Um they actually turned actually made the Bible series, and then um, the Jesus episode was so good they turned that into a movie. Oh, okay. Um, but what I was gonna say was, uh, if the whole Bible, like all of the stories, were made into a movie, it would not only be rated R, but it would probably be unrated. Yeah, like like triple X. Like this is some crazy stuff with how many stories there are just about like infidelity song and of like solomon that naked, exists there's like naked people there's people having sex with like their siblings and all this other weird stuff their and daughter-in-laws like yeah, it gets like, weird there's some, it gets weird there's some weird crazy stuff in the bible like you said and just some really gruesome bloody stories and stuff the bible is super r-rated absolutely like a lot of these stories and stuff these are all the stories they keep out of sunday school but <laughs> yeah, that brings up another question, but let's get back to that one. Um, but yeah, like I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Like th- a lot of this stuff is in the Bible. Like, should we be desensitizing ourselves with watching like extreme versions of all this stuff? No, maybe not. Um, but I think, I think there's a line and I think everybody's line is a little different and stuff of what that they should be watching and mm. should be handling. And I think, yeah. I, I think it really does come down to your own personal convictions on what you think is okay to watch for your personal journey. On the flip side of that, I also want to say, and this is just, this is me getting on my soapbox. This is yeah. something when it comes to other Christians, and I will say that again, when it comes to other Christians mm-hmm. that I get very, very annoyed about. Yeah. When, if I am a Christian and you are a Christian and yeah. you have a different personal conviction, especially about me, like in any sense, this bothers me. But when it comes to media, if mm-hmm. you're watching John Wick, yeah, 
and which is a movie that I liked. Uh-huh. If you're watching this movie and I'm like all over you, like, oh, you're sinning, you're being a bad example, like all this, like if I'm just like dogging on you, I'm just like piling on you. I think I'm in the wrong. You think you're in the wrong for watching the movie? No, I would be wrong for ho- holding you to my personal conviction. Oh, yeah. Like in a sense, there there is a sense of like, hey, Josh, you're mm-hmm. you're my brother. Yeah, and I want to make sure you're you're do- go you're doing well. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna like, are you sure this is something you want to do? Yeah. But there is a point of like, no, listen, for me, it's not something that I've noticed affects me. If I notice it, I will mm-hmm. definitely change it. But to me, this is just something I enjoy yeah. watching. It doesn't have any effect on me. It's just entertainment. Yeah. Like the- I don't need to like. I just I think what I'm saying is it bothers me when we get super judgy mm-hmm. with other people. I mean, there's like. There's an element to this where it's like Jesus does call us to judge other Christians. Uh, actually, it says that that's the only people we're allowed to judge. In the Bible, it says that we can judge other Christians, but we cannot judge people who don't know Jesus. Yeah, I think I think um, I'm meaning more like the attitude of like I know, like like looking down, like oh, I'm so much better because I'm not watching this movie and you're terrible because you are. Yeah, like I, what I was gonna say was. Um, like we're we're called to judge other Christians, but we're not called to shame. Exactly, anyone. that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like we are not called to throw shame. We're not called to throw shade and stuff. The whole like judgment of like your fellow brothers in Christ or sisters in Christ and whatever. Like um, I believe that that comes from relationship. Yeah, I don't think any like other person at church can necessarily like or necessarily should be going up to any other person and be like just condemn them and stuff. Condemnation is not part of what we're supposed to do at all. We're not supposed to condemn anyone. But in relationship, if you have a friend, they're like, hey, like you take somebody aside privately. You're like, hey, I noticed you've been doing this and that. Um, Just not sure if that's healthy for you and stuff. Like if you like care about the person, he's like, I'm just doing this because I care about your health. I'm concerned about you, this and this and this and stuff. See what they think about it. And, like, I think those types of conversations are very much needed. And I think, honestly, we don't do enough of that kind of stuff these days where we see a friend I would agree. doing something that we're like, you know, what? I don't know if that's quite good for that person to be doing. And I do care a lot about this person. I think we shy away from having those conversations way too much. I know no. I have, like, just being honest. Like, there's definitely friends of mine and stuff that people I really care about that I've seen, like, them, you know, consume certain types of media or play a certain type of game or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I really don't think that's actually very good for them and stuff, but I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because maybe they're not convicted about it. But I I think there is a line where sometimes, whether it's personal conviction or not, if you have a closer relationship with a person, and it's not, again, it's not about condemnation thing. This is doing it out of love and stuff to just have an open conversation with someone about such a thing to maybe just spark a thought like, hmm, maybe I should take a look and consult the Lord myself to be like, is this something I should be doing or not? Yeah, I think just prompting people for that is very healthy. I think you brought it back to the idea of discernment, which I could say even like, let's just take it personal. Like, let's say, well, let's even say for me, with certain action movies or really like violent movies like John Wick, like Mm -hmm. I would would ask myself, like, am I noticing that it is having any fruit in my life negatively or positively? Yeah. Is it, is it having an effect? And it could be that it's just like, it's just, it's not, it's just a movie. I watched it and it's done. Cool. Let's move on. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you could say the same thing if you're like, if I'm noticing there are certain things you're doing and I'm coming up to you, like, I think I should ask myself one, am I doing this 
because I want to be right and I want to show you I'm right? Or am I asking you because I care about you and I want the best for you? Yeah. Two, am I seeing any fruit coming out of this? Like, is there yeah. negative fruit coming out of this decision? Yeah. I think those are two important questions you should ask yourself. Absolutely. Like, honestly, something I constantly have to do, like, I have a very recent example of this, but something I'm always having to do with myself is, like, when I'm, like, starting to consume some new piece of media or whatever, like, I start binge-watching some show or really get into, you know, a new game or new comic or whatever it may be, um, I often have to take moments where I consult the Lord and be like, is this okay? Is this yeah. is this okay for me? And oftentimes it's really, like, admittedly, I don't do this all the time. And oftentimes what I'll do is I'll see a show like, oh, this looks really interesting, and I'll start watching it. And I will purposefully not consult the Lord in fear of him telling mm. me, he's like, you know, that's probably not the best show for you to be watching kind of a thing. And it's like, you know what, I'm just not even going to ask him, and I'm just going to watch it because I'm being stupid right now. Yeah. And then, like, almost every time, I'll get into the show or whatever, and I'll get to this moment in the show where, like, you know, something's happening, or I'll start to notice even um, my emotions, like, just throughout the day when I'm not watching the show, start struggling with a certain thing. And I'll consult the Lord and be like, all right, God, like, I have to, like, muster up the strength to accept anything he tells me. And then it's like, if God tells me to stop watching the show, even though I'm really invested and I love this show and I want to keep watching it, I have to be willing to hear it's time to stop watching this. Mm -hmm. And I did that very recently. I, I started binge watching House. You know, Interesting. House, I loved this show. I still love this show. Like, it's a it's a really interesting show to watch. Just like the relationship with all the characters and everything. I was loving watching the show. And I've noticed myself in the past, like, few weeks, I've been struggling with a lot more depression than normal. Hmm. And um, also, like, it's a medical show, right? So it's constantly talking about all these different medical problems and, you know, people dying and stuff like that. And there's been a lot of just specific episodes that actually end quite depressing. Like they're on a very sad note and things or, you know, people dying and things like that all the time. Right. And just with certain situations in my life right now and, and stuff going on, I, I took a moment and as I was watching the show, even there was a point in like one of the, the last seasons I was watching, I started to kind of feel like, I wonder if this is affecting me. Cause I'm like, I'm watching this episode right now. And it's like, this is a really depressing episode. And I'm like, I wonder if this is, like, affecting me outside of watching this. And I just kind of had that thought, and I was too afraid to ask God if, if this is having a negative effect on my life because I was really enjoying it. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop watching. And just uh, just a few days ago, honestly, um, I had another moment where I was like, you know what? I need to be better. Like, I need to be willing to hear if this show is what's affecting me right now, if this show is possibly something that's been adding to the depression I've been feeling. And so I asked the Lord, I was like, God, should I be watching this right now? Is this is this negatively affecting my life right now? And he told me it was. Hmm. I kind of, I got the sense that it was and I needed to stop. And let me say this, I don't think there's anything wrong with that show. I, I do not think House is a bad show. If somebody else was watching the show House, great, all the power to them. Like, I think it's a fun show and stuff. Sure, as, like, you know, there's <laughs> some garbage in it, but it, overall, it's a pretty good show. And, like, I was literally, I only had one season left, like, of the show. Like, I was almost done. And there's, mm -hmm. like, eight seasons or whatever. I was literally almost done, and I had to stop. Um, But personally, it was starting to affect me. 
Yeah. And I had to stop. I had to stop. And I, I, it's only been a few days since I stopped watching the show, but I've already starting to notice myself kind of like my spirits lifting a little bit in this past yeah. week. I'm honestly just kind of coming to this conclusion, even as I'm talking about it and stuff, just I've been thinking about it a little bit today. Um, but yeah, it, it, sometimes I, I really do think uh, we really need to not be afraid to just ask God about what we're doing, because there's so many things where it's just like, it's not necessarily that this piece of content is bad, but maybe it's not the right thing for you to be watching right now in the season yeah. you're in. I'm glad you brought that up because it definitely is a thing of like, like there've been seasons where I've gone through different things from like, oh, I can't watch this show because it just like, it brings mm-hmm. certain thoughts to your mind. Yeah. Or like it, it, it brings certain feelings to bear. Yeah. Or things like that. So I'm yeah, glad absolutely. you brought that up of like, you having a boundary around around a specific form of entertainment mm-hmm. doesn't always mean that the show is bad. It doesn't mean that you're bad for watching it. Yeah. It just means for right now, not the best idea. Yeah. Like, because I, I even asked God, like, when I stopped watching it and stuff, I was like, does this mean I can never go back to this? Because I really kind of want to know what happens and stuff. And and I didn't really feel like he was saying yes or no mm-hmm. in that moment. But I, I did feel like I just need to let this go in this moment. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. I didn't feel like God was directly saying, no, you can never watch the show again. But I know at least for this season, and who knows if I'll ever go back, I can't watch the show just no. right now. It's just not good for me. On that note, too, there are definitely movies that, movies and shows even. I could think of one specific example. Mm-hmm. There's a show that I really enjoyed the first few episodes that I watched. It was on Netflix called mm-hmm. Jupiter's Legacy. And I yes. I really liked this show. I thought it was so cool. And I just remember I watched the full season. I watched all of it. I just mm. binged it in like a few days. And I was like, oh, it's just, I couldn't even tell you what it was. But I just had a weird feeling about the show. It got canceled. So I didn't have to deal with it anymore anyways. But it was one of those things. Or like even movies where I'm like, there, I I really want to watch this and I want to like it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just can't watch it. I also was I think we've talked loving about Jupiter's Legacy. I watched like the half of the season probably, but there was an episode and right from the get-go, I kind of had this subtle feeling in the back of my head that I maybe shouldn't try- check the show out. But the show's about superheroes. Uh, granted, I forgot a lot of the show by now, so. Yeah, like the show's about superheroes and stuff. Like it's it's just a cool concept of a show and things. I'm a sucker for superhero shows. I'm a nerd. Um, nerd. Nerd. Uh, I was really interested in it. And I started watching it just on my own. And I was like staying up late watching this thing. And one day, I know this is really crazy. And believe me or not, um, I was watching this one episode and I started getting like a sense of fear hmm. come on me, like a, like a spirit of fear almost like entered the room at this moment I was watching this. And I was like, man, I have not really felt like this. And I was getting this sense like I need to shut this off. And so I turn off the show, I rush upstairs and um, there is like a thick spirit of fear in the room. Hmm. Like it's like almost crippling, but it's basically there was a demonic spirit in the room. I really fully believe that that's what happened. And it's just a spirit of fear. And in that moment, I sat on the bed with Ange and I was like, it's like, I, uh, like I close this door to whatever I open and I command this thing to leave my house. And immediately I felt it just rush out of the room. Like it's just the atmosphere in the room just changed instantly and stuff. And I felt like fine. I felt like 
like in that moment, it was like a teaching moment for me. Like God was just like teaching me. It's like, listen, you know better. <laughs> like if you're going to, like if you felt, I knew, I knew, I knew God was trying to tell me not to watch this show and I didn't listen. And this is what happened and stuff. A spirit of fear entered my house and stuff. I welcomed that in by watching this show. And uh, I, but because I let it in, I had the authority to cast it out. And so I did that. And it left. And yeah. instantly we could feel like the presence of God come in and I invited him in and stuff. And Angie and I both just felt the peace and stuff come on us. But it's just it's just one of those examples where I really do think there are some, not all, but I believe there are some pieces of media out there that are designed with ill intent. I yeah. think like whether the directors themselves that made that show or the writers or who, somebody involved in the creation process of that show I truly believe was into some dark magic crap and stuff, some witchcraft stuff and things when they made that show and they kind of just enveloped that into the creation yeah. of making the show. I think that's what happened. Well, along a like, similar story, not as intense or anything, but there was a band that I would listen to throughout high school. Mm -hmm. Not throughout, like one year, like a year of high school. It was a rock band. It was really heavy rock. I don't want to say who it is because I'm sure somebody would be like, I listen to them all the time and I have no issue. I'm like, mm -hmm. Good for you. Deal with your mess. That was very aggressive. <laughs> I didn't mean to be that aggressive. I'm just, it's fine. But I would listen to them and I would literally like, I couldn't even explain what it was, but I would just start to like feel off listening to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's just, when I listen to this music, it's just filled with like rage yeah. and aggression yeah. and hatred Yeah, is the only way I could describe it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to listen to them. Now, I also have this theory that for every regular band, there's a Christian band that tries to knock them off. So <laughs> I would just yeah. I would just listen to bands like Skillet and Disciple and Thousand uh -huh. for Crutch instead. Yeah. It's fine. Like it's not a big deal. So there I'm definitely I definitely believe there's just certain things where I'm like, I don't know what it is about this, mm -hmm. but I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think we should probably wrap up soon. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot more we could get into. We could we could even do a part two one day, but yeah, yeah. Music is a whole other thing. Yeah, I'd love to talk about sometime. Um, and there yeah. is a, there is this thing. I'll, I'll also say this where we go. There is a thing where like we learn through story. Yeah, like why else would Jesus teach in parables? Oh, throughout absolutely. so much of his earthly ministry. Yeah, like there is a thing where a lesson is really driven home mm -hmm. by storytelling, and maybe it's just because it's the nearest thing we have to lived experience. That yeah. teaches you like I I learn I am one of those people that I have to walk through a thing to learn from it, mm -hmm. and I'm trying like I that's just how I'm built. I'm trying not to always let that be the case, but yeah, that's how I learn a lot of learn lessons. from other people's mistakes sometimes. Yes. <laughs> no, sorry, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I have to like oh this was your experience okay then I can learn from this like yeah it's just I think that's just a human nature thing we mm -hmm. learn through experience and storytelling is one of those things like we experience a story absolutely and it shares a lesson so. I think like media and music and movies and all the things are they're important in the form that they're art and their story. Mm -hmm. Granted, I will say not every media is art. Not every movie is art. Like not every movie is a masterpiece. I will say not every movie well, is great yeah. cinema. I think everything's just art, some... probably. But whether it's a masterpiece or not is another story. <laughs> personal personal <laughs> conviction: I don't believe horror movies are any form of art. I think they're just like just meant to manipulate your fear oh i think it hot take. i think it is i think it's still art i just think it's wrong 
It's really yeah. bad art. Yeah, it's bad art. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I could think of more things, but. Yes. A third of everything Jesus ever said was story. Yeah. A third. Like, I, I remember listening to some, like, church marketing stuff and stuff because I work in a church. And uh, they were talking about how, like, uh, when we're trying to communicate things to people, we should try to include story. Like, a third of everything Jesus said was told through stories and stuff, parables and, and whatnot. And it, it is such a powerful tactic for teaching and, and learning and stuff. Like, like you, you mention all the time about how, like, you feel like God talks to you through movies and yeah, things I like really that. Yeah, I really get a sense of, like, a theme when mm-hmm. I watch a movie that I feel yeah. like God's saying something in that. I wish I I felt like God was talking to me through movies more, like as much as you do, and stuff. Like sometimes I do, um, but not nearly as much as you. <laughs> I think it's just it's because I just get really invested in a good movie, yeah. and I like I let myself embrace the story, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I feel like God can reveal yeah. things to me. Yeah, yeah. This might be a good place to wrap it up for this one. There's definitely more we could say. Like oh, yeah. this isn't like this is just. Consider this more of a, an open discussion, and this mm-hmm. isn't like a Josh and Jones Bible study and final summative thoughts on media and Christian faith. Oh, yeah. There's lots of things we didn't say, and uh-huh. also, we're not perfect humans. I'm sure oh, yeah. there's things that that I will say now that in like five years, one year, six months even, I'm sure I could have a different opinion on oh, of certain things. Absolutely. So like – yeah. That's another thing I don't I don't like and we talked about this in the cancel culture thing. Like I don't want to hold somebody to something they even said earlier cuz humans yeah. can change their mind. Absolutely. That's allowed. Absolutely. I am so okay with being wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, easy. Like I'm totally okay with being wrong. And I know plenty of people listening to this like you all have everyone's going to have their different thoughts. I'm sure there's some stuff that we said that made you angry. <laughs> or, You're or, wrong about Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> Be wrong. Or like you have different opinions than we do. And that's totally okay. Like we said, everyone has the different convictions and stuff. And you may disagree. Uh, and I'm okay with being wrong. Um, but at the end of the day, that's how, yes, the, cookie that's crumbles. how the cookie crumbles. And we all love Jesus. And that's what matters most. Yes. Unless you're listening to this and you don't. And you could love Jesus if you want to. But that's a, a, another But you thing. can listen to our podcast however yeah. much you want. Yeah. All are welcome on the Millennial Falcon. Who knows what I'm keeping into this edit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a podcast. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed our ramblings about about, uh, Christianity and media. This is something that we've wanted to talk about since we started this podcast. Yeah. And again, I would really like to do a part two eventually Mm because I think there's more things we can get into. Absolutely. Like even like I I wanted to talk about and we didn't get to it, but I want to talk about... um, how are Christians represented in media? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, very, like, people you would remember, like, Ned Flanders in, in The Simpsons mm-hmm. and how annoying he was and, like, different things of how are Christians seen in media. Yeah. I would love to talk about that. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and our response to different things. Like, I would, mm-hmm. there's so much more we could talk about, so this isn't an exhaustive yeah. episode. I'd love to talk about music more, too, yeah. and stuff one yeah. of these days. Well... If nothing else, we've thought of more episode ideas, so yeah. it's a success. If you have any comments about stuff we said, we'd love to hear them. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, reach send out. us a DM on Instagram. Reach out to us on Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast. Yeah. 
We would love to hear any comments, questions, critiques, concerns, feedback you have for us. Absolutely. Uh, episode ideas. Sure. Your thoughts on Star Wars episodes we've already covered. All these things. What your favorite color is. Yeah. And if you have a cool comment and we really like it, we might even share it on the podcast. And Josh will buy you a coffee. I will not. <laughs> Josh will love you. I will, I will give you uh, love. Okay. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>